Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build uh, products in public. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins, and everything in between. I am Benedicta, and I'm just feeling all the feelings today. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Benedict. Today is June 29th. This is episode number 145, and I'm feeling a lot better than yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if I'm feeling better. I actually felt better yesterday, <clears throat> yesterday, but I woke up today with a real summer cold. So that's a little um, uh. annoying, but I have a cup of tea here. My family made me tea before they left the house and um, hopefully I won't cough too much during the <laughs> recordings. Um, but I see you have some exciting yeah. stuff happening at your company. Oh, uh, well, I wouldn't well, say exciting. I, I meant I like, sick as well. like uh, <laughs> maybe not exciting. I spent all of yesterday in bed, so that wasn't too exciting. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, company wise, um, we had uh, last week was a little bit crazy in the terms that we had a first actual spammer sign up and actually send some spammy messages. Um, And they were persistent. Let's put it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> we, we did a good job at at catching them early and blocking their account. But they came back and came back and came back and came back. I think they created like five or six accounts. And it was annoying enough to, um, yeah, basically derail my plans for the week. And um, we ended up building a system where we get notifications into our Slack channel, um, where we then can. Like get a summary of the account and can with a button click approve and suspend accounts. So uh, now, oh, so you can suspend them. The entire team is. You can suspend them straight yes. from Slack. Yes. Ooh. Like when someone signs up, we, we send a message in there uh, with some core details, like what's their name, what's their the email address they signed up with, what's the email address they sent messages from, and. A couple more things, um, but essentially that gives you a good indication. Like, if it's like a Gmail address, but the sender address is I don't know bankofamerica.com <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> probably want to click the suspend button. Um, so yeah, the entire team is now on alert for stuff like that, and uh, it's not just me being able to suspend people, and that helped to deter them eventually. So so far, all good. Like. They gave up. Let's put it that way. Um, <clears throat> but that's good. Yeah. You won this so round. that that's happened last that happened last week, but also derailed my plans a little bit. I was planning to do more stuff with the Stripe integration, and that didn't end up happening. But um, so you won this round. Uh, yeah. Th th this time we won the round. Um, let's let's hope it's good enough for now. I also started thinking about like an automated scoring system basically looking at like i don't know is is it gmail address or is it maybe even a one of those throwaway email addresses and if that's the case like just decrease their score a lot and if it's below a certain threshold automatically suspend them and if they feel like that's not justified they can still reach out to support and we can still unblock them but um yeah i feel like that's where it should be going eventually. Um, so far, 
it's not as big of a problem, so I'm not spending resources on that just yet. But uh, yeah, I guess eventually we'll have to do this. Yeah, I think uh, Monica at the Filmate, she's done something where she just, nobody with a Gmail account is allowed to sign up. Yeah. Because it's like her thing is, um, you know, affiliate analytics and and at, at some like if you're going to have a use for this software and it's also, you know, not expensive, but it actually, you know, costs real money. There's no point in letting um, a lot of these people in on kind of the free trial. Uh, they often, you know, they take the resources and then they all, often also start like emailing support about things, which is like, but if you had a proper site and a proper email address, you wouldn't be asking me these questions because right. you're not at a place where you need the service. So, so yeah, I think it feels kind of weird, but, but yeah, if you're a business, you usually have like a more like a business email, right? Right. Um, yeah. That uh, her tweet about this literally came up an hour ago in our Slack, where Jane was basically asking, should we do this or not? <laughs> And we weren't quite oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, maybe it's worth a try because, I mean, we should probably look at the data, but my suspicion is that a lot of people signing up with Gmail addresses don't convert into paying accounts because for, for the exact same reasons. Like if you don't have a business email address at least, um, you're probably not a good fit anyway. So, yeah, you should probably do this as well. Yeah, but it feels, it's like, it feels a little weird or like anti the open internet kind of thing to do, right? Right, right. Where you're like, based on your email address, we're just, no, we don't want you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if you have good, you know, you have good thoughts around it, like, you know why, um, but it still kind of gives off, when you say it the first time around, it like gives off a little weird vibe, uh, but then... Yeah, when you talk about it, it's like, yeah, that make it does make sense. Um so it'll be interesting to see what you fall on, what decision you make in the future. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, for now it's it's good. But there are yeah, probably more changes coming. We'll see. Well, anyways, other than that, uh Leo has been continuing work on our new WYSIWYG editor. Um and while it's still doesn't look like spectacular from the outside. I'm super excited about the progress um, because he's building very good foundations. And um, over the last week, he worked a lot on improving overall user experience when it comes to like keyboard navigation and uh, clicking around in the text editor and, and yeah, stuff like that where the default behavior wasn't quite nice. For example, you'd start a liquid tag and then there's no way to get out outside of it anymore. Um, so he, he, he worked on all those problems. <clears throat> and what's most exciting is that he also managed to um, add, a, add a lot of test coverage for all those cases. So um, the, our old editor has a lot of behavior, but none of it is tested. And in the past, we broke some of it and um, <clears throat> didn't notice. <clears throat> So this time we're trying to, yeah, like add good test coverage from the start so we don't break stuff accidentally in the future. And that gives me a lot of confidence that we'll be able to, yeah, improve this editor and work with this editor for quite a while without yeah, getting frustrated or annoyed or just like breaking it entirely all the time. So yeah, all in all, good progress 
progress there and i'm i'm still super excited about where this is going because i feel like the editing experience is probably one of the core interactions with the product where you make or break the entire ex like people's opinion about the product and how how good and how solid it is so yeah i want this to be a good solution and I, <laughs> i'm confident that it, it will be so But that's about it. Um, this week, almost no progress whatsoever because <laughs> I've been out. So, um, yeah. What, what about you? What's what's going on over there? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> 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 no, I guess, you know, last week we, were, we wrapped up most of the major work on the Cloudinary plugins and, and sent them both or sent created two betas um, one without breaking changes and then one with breaking changes. So people, it will be nicer for people to upgrade that they can choose if they wanted to upgrade and, and upgrade and get some new functionality and stay on Gatsby version four, or if they want to upgrade to the next kind of breaking, um, change upgrade that will be needed to make it work on Gatsby four, but which mm -hmm. will also work on Gatsby three. So it's a very nice upgrade path. Because you can decide to upgrade before you upgrade to Gatsby before, um, so you don't have to do like everything at once. So, so that's good. But anyway, we're trying to get testers, so that's what we're working on. But then we ended the week at the React Norway conference, which was a blast. Like it was so much fun meeting a lot of people again. And we met the Cloudinary or our contact at Cloudinary. Also, you know, met some Norwegians that I usually only meet at a conference about once every year, but it's been mm -hmm. a couple of years now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this hotel was like on the beach, on the city beach of Ladvik. So it's kind of built over the beach. Um, so on the Thursday before the conference, we like managed to grab some, some of them guys, one, I think originally from Brazil, but lives in Berlin now. Um, and another guy who grew up in Dubai and we're like, let's go swimming. And they're like, what? <laughs> it was like windy and 16 degrees in the ocean. Uh, but Lillian was like jumping in. So they were like, okay, we'll do this. Um, and they got that kind of Norwegian experience. And then on Friday, the weather like turned really, really well. And it was just such a happy bubble. And I did my talk, Web Encryption, uh, or a Practical Introduction to Web Encryption, where I didn't really focus that much on POW, but that was kind of like the intro, but then I kind of showed how to do Web Encryption in the browser and that there is a Web Crypto API, which I realized a lot of people don't know because uh, when they were doing some crypto way back when, like it wasn't a part of the browser, but now it's, you know, all modern browsers have the crypto API built in, so you don't have to... And you probably shouldn't be downloading NPM <laughs> packages to do crypto stuff. But um, yeah, so that was good. But I got some questions, you know, about why is this important? And it was all streamed. So I was like trying to be a little good about what I said and kind of like didn't say and about why why privacy is important when it comes to menstrual cycles and stuff like that. And then we headed out to the conference dinner and, you know, got a little drunk, went for some midnight swimming because, again, I was like the Norwegian experience. So I got some uh, guys, guy from uh, Gatsby and and actually the guy that used to maintain the cloud in their plugins, which is really funny because somehow like, he decided he wanted to move to Oslo. So he's actually in <laughs> Oslo. So when we were like DMing, you know, around the world to get him to transfer these plugins to get no to Cloudinary, 
uh, to Cloudinary's account, like I could have just like you know walked over. Door. <laughs> yeah, he's like five minutes from us, so that was kind of funny. Um, William. Uh, but anyway, so I got them um, to do some midnight swimming, and it was just you know everything felt perfect for perfect beginning to the summer. And then Alex from Gatsby was like, well, did you know? And I was like, know what? Like, did you know that when you were on, did you know what was happening when you were on stage as answering these questions about privacy? I was like, no, like, what are you talking about? And then he could tell me about, you know, what had been happening in the States that Roe versus Wade was, Wade? Roe versus, suddenly I don't, I only read this, so I don't know how to say it. But anyway, you get what I'm talking about, was overturned, like pretty much while I was on stage talking about reproductive rights and privacy. So that was kind of interesting. And But it was like middle of the night, a little drunk. I'm like, I'm keeping this at bay. And then went out in with some ice cream with the, with Colby from Cloudinary. And then I was picked up by a friend. And that's when she tells me there's been an attack on the Pride celebrations in Oslo. You know, still like a little bit hungover. I'm like, just like, I'm not... I'm just pretending none of this has happened at all. And after that, we've been like full on packing the whole family down to the summer house that we're at. You know, my mom with Alzheimer, her cat, my daughter, my partner. And it's just like been a crazy time. But now it's starting because things are, you know, trickling in on Twitter, um, especially around the, um, the stuff going on in America, because suddenly everybody has understood that privacy is kind of vital when it comes to menstrual cycle data and i'm yep. like coming up from air for air and i'm like what do i do about this and like am i prepared like i don't feel prepared my my app is not like feature parity with these others but it does have the privacy and also like do i want to like jump into this debate i know so little like i don't i'm not american like this is not my <laughs> specialty um I'm just a little developer who thought this was important. <laughs> um, and just kind of like starting to feel a little bit again <laughs> about all of this stuff. And so as I said, uh, like I'm feeling all the things. Happy I'm in my summer happy place. Uh, you know, angry and I don't know, other feelings about the state of everything. Mm -hmm. So we need to land this now. This is like a very like, I don't know anything episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Gatsby stuff though is doing really well. We picked up some leads at the conference. And <laughs> the, you know, our plugin work is doing really well, but the POW stuff, I don't know. Uh, so. In a way, it sounds like a perfect opportunity yeah. to, yeah, just, uh, promoted like to your own horn about how this is like the the the, the privacy the most privacy focused uh menstrual cycle tracking app out there because it literally doesn't store anything unencrypted <laughs> at all <laughs> which we talked about a couple of episodes ago where i was like ah maybe like does it need to be <laughs> does it need to be and um i mean <sighs> So maybe it doesn't need to be as long as you don't share the data. I guess that's the that's the key thing there. Uh, but I mean, right now this is like <laughs> your unique selling point and like what sets you apart from everyone else. So maybe you should talk about it more. I know it's like, but it's so weird. Like in my mind, I was like, yes, okay, I'm gonna do this plugin thing all through the summer. 
and kind of a little bit into the fall and then I'm going to pick pow up again and then suddenly this just like hits and it hits like right like that weekend where mm-hmm. I have like no nothing otherwise you know other times you could scramble for a little bit of extra you know time and energy and all of those things and i was talking to my summer neighbor and she was like oh so it looked like you're going to be working this vacation again then i'm like no (laughs) no i wasn't (laughs) yeah uh but it does look like i'm going to be working this vacation again um but now i have a cold that i like almost can't think straight um but yeah i think I think I need to get on it and I think I need to get over myself because I have, I absolutely have this typical in the hacker founder, whatever, where I'm like, but the product isn't good enough. Like, <laughs> like do I want them to come and <laughs> test it? Do I want them to come and test it out? Uh, but I could also be, I could also kind of like frame it like nobody cared about privacy, but seems like this is pretty important now. Like, you know, become a customer and like help me get this more off the ground. Or something like that. I could also right. know, soft sell yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> also, not. might be upside that you're not a US based company. <laughs> Absolutely, but then also like this, it's for me. It's like it's been important from kind of a I don't know, like from a when it hasn't felt that real, but it's been important to me that we have these options. In and I have said in the past, like things can change in your country pretty fast. And do you want this data to be available or like possibly hackable or available? And um, so I kind of said it, but I haven't really wanted to like scare people with kind of that. I haven't wanted to scare them into the product more like I want, you know, talk more about the advertisement side. Like, do you want to get ads based on your cycle? Do you want, you know, that, but now it's like more, real real (laughs) and i guess more important but also more scary but what if it turns out that user base is not as good as i think like they've had an independent review what if like what if you know what if i lose people's data anyway and like i'm supposed to be the safe harbor um and going up against like american judicial system i don't know it's not kind of where i want to Talk about hacking or spamming. Like, I don't know how vocal I want to be in them. Yeah. Like, debate. I know where I stand in the debate, but I don't know if I want to, like, it's not my area of expertise, right? <laughs> I'm a developer, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I get that. So, I need to find, yeah, I need to find a way where I still, like, talk from that point of view in a way. Uh, more like, hey, I'm here. Like, <laughs> uh, it exists. Yeah. But thank you, because there has been listeners who have sent me articles and people are tweeting about POW for me. I have gotten a couple of new customers. Not that nice. many, though, but <laughs> a couple of new customers. Um, and maybe this will be my summer recreational coding to, to work on uh, POW, both code and kind of email sequences and everything that I, I guess it's two years since I was supposed to do that. <laughs> or yeah, I, I feel like you shouldn't do a lot of coding. You should mostly be doing some marketing, I guess. That's why, why do you say that? Like, why do we say that to each other all the time? Like, why can't we just code and they will come? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yeah, no, so it's definitely, but it's like, it's a sad opportunity in a way. Um, True. Uh, and I feel like the kind of the attacks in Oslo as well, it, it shows how important privacy can be for like all kinds of groups suddenly. Like you never know what's going to, like how a country will turn or like what kind of data other people would want to use against you. I also saw this example now on Twitter. This guy showed that he can like really easily using um, kind of like the data you can buy. You can f- quite easily be like, oh, these are like single uh, single moms in this area. And you can like target them for things. Or um, it's so easy to like find and target people. And that's based on kind of not, not, very personal kind of public data but then if you could do that and then also get access to their cycle data or their sexual preferences it's like i don't know it's just i don't want to think about it like yeah that's also what i said at the end of the talk like i thought i was going to be working more with privacy and encryption but at some point when you start thinking about these things you just want to like live in a cave and i like people <laughs> otherwise i would live in a cave by now <laughs> right yeah yeah i mean yeah, DM me if you feel like feel the same every now and then. <laughs> I need some. <laughs> yeah, but I guess there's not that much more to say about that, other than I should mark it. Um, yeah, probably. You like, can ask me about this next week. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Anything else? Because we had. Uh, no, other than you know, if you're on the west coast of Sweden, let me know, and you can come hang out at my. Uh, deck and look at the ocean and relax. I I I, I was lucky enough to see the view uh, from your <laughs> apartment or from your house uh, earlier, and it's definitely it's definitely worth it. <laughs> it's a good one. So the house and the the house is really not worth it, but that view is worth it. And I think that's also why my my dad fell for it in the first place because there's. We probably won't, but you can always, you know, build a new house. (laughs) (laughs) You can't, like, build a new view, right? So uh, that's one of the things. Oh, yeah, so I did my yoga. I did yoga today. Even though I was sick, I did yoga for when you are sick on the deck. Just to, like, set it up straight from day one, doing it. Uh, So our little yoga community, which I know somebody... one of the guys who who's part of that is is a listener and he says he thinks it's so much fun when i call it the community because <laughs> we're like four people in a dm <laughs> but if you want to start uh with yoga this this summer let let us know and we can uh, let you into to our yoga yoga pirates community uh on twitter dm but i think that's about it yeah let's and, let's keep uh, this one short we we could both... oh i have one last thing oh one last yeah. thing unsolicited advice yes like if you have any advice or thoughts when it comes to pow and what i should be doing like dm me like do not ask for permission i am open to all kinds of uh good and bad and suggestions and feedback so yes i just wanted to say that sounds good yeah (laughs) well then uh Let's give both of us a little more time to <laughs> recover. <laughs> yes. And uh, I guess we will we be talk. back. Yeah, we we'll talk again next week. We will. Bye. 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 See you around the interwebs.